Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, everybody, boys and girls, children of all ages. Welcome back to another edition of the Sportser Show, brought to you by thesportser.com. Jim Parsons here with Norman Quarantine. As always, Norman, how are you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing okay. It has good been stuff. an interesting day. Uh, we are going to talk a little news. We had a whole outline that we wanted to do for the show today, and we've kind of scrapped that until a little bit later when we'll record another episode. But we have some news items to talk about because there's been a lot of stuff that has happened over the last 24 to 48 hours, particularly in the world of WWE and NXT. So let's talk some news on this episode specifically. Let's talk about the huge story that happened today. I know there's going to be a lot of different people that have different reactions on this and different takes on whether or not this is fair or right or sets a double standard or whatever the case is. Mandy Rose has been fired by WWE. Uh, She has been the NXT Women's Champion for over 400 days. She loses the title to Roxanne Perez on NXT on Tuesday night, which was kind of a shock. When I first saw that, I thought, oh, she's going to the main roster. And then all of a sudden, she's been released by WWE. And it sounds like because of some content on, what's it called? Fan site? Fan what? I don't know. Uh, This one, I'm not sure because there's so many, right? Yeah, there's only fans, fans, which is a huge one. And then this must be like a spinoff of something fans. Yeah, uh, and we're not just playing dumb. We're not. Oh, I've never, never heard of these things. Uh, Yeah, uh, (laughs) it's not like I have a subscription and all of a sudden I've uh, I'm just pretending like I don't know what I'm talking about. No, I I don't even know what it's called. Uh, Fan time. She's on one that I have a fan time page. That's what it's called. So, right. Yeah. uh, So apparently she put something on there that's somewhat explicit. I don't know if. She's not clothed in it. I don't know exactly what happened here, but there's a huge like controversy over this because it wasn't that long ago. I guess it really was quite a few years ago uh, now when you look back at it, but WWE used to have, you know, women and send them to Playboy to pose in magazines. And it wasn't that long ago that Ember Moon, Athena in AEW said one of the reasons that she was so unhappy in WWE was because they asked her to be more like Mandy Rose 
and act sexy and dress the part. And she just like, that's not me. I don't like this. It's not really, why would I do that? And then they fire Mandy Rose for being quote unquote, too sexy to going too far over the edge. I don't know. What do you make of this? I know there's a lot of people on both sides of the fence here. Some that are like, yeah, absolutely. You can't push the envelope when it comes to these third party revenue sites. And others are like, what is WWE doing? What a stupid decision to make Mm. really when you've had this history with a lot of the people in your company that you fire her over something like this. Why would you do that? Mm. Where do you sit on this? Um, yeah, I think they should have been a little bit more transparent. I don't think, I think they, um, I mean, I don't, did they release a statement that's, did they, did they release a statement that said anything other than Mandy Rose has been released? Um, I haven't seen anything. I'm going to go to WWE.com right now. Yeah, you take talking a look. About it. Yeah. Uh, I haven't, I have to assume, and I said this on our, you know, community channel here at the Sportster. To me, there's got to be more to this. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I just don't see. And when I say more to this, I don't necessarily mean that this isn't the reason she was let go, but that they've had conversations with people backstage mm-hmm. about this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And that there's like a zero tolerance policy that has been set in place moving forward. And that maybe Mandy Rose knew about it and she just pushed it too far. And they said, mm-hmm. look, we warned you. We told mm-hmm. you you couldn't do this. You did it anyway. We have no choice but to let you. Like, that's what I'm thinking is going mm-hmm. on here, right? Like, yes. Maybe it's a double standard when you look at WWE over the last 20, 30 years, but I can't just imagine that all of a sudden they've just said, Hey, this crossed the line. And Manny's like, what? You know what I mean? Like surprise. She yeah. had to have known that yeah. that content would have gotten her canned. Right. And yeah. so they made that decision to follow through on their warning. That's my mm-hmm. guess. But mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not in the room. I haven't been part of the conversation. I don't know what they told her, what they didn't, but I don't see any releases here or any news items on the site specifically talking about her. Right. Go. So, yeah, I, so I mean, with, with situations like this, where they, where I, I feel like they should have anticipated some, some pushback, some blowback from this WWE. And I think that they maybe, this is a case where they maybe did need to give a reason to fans um, and just put a, re- put, put, put something out there to, just to kind of clarify like why she was let go um the fact that they didn't uh mean you know like you said there's probably something more going on there's definitely it do, it does seem a little bit weird that they would fire her for the for the um from what i understand uh, <laughs> uh I, I didn't not that i did any research or anything um i don't know that any of this content was super super explicit i think some of it was very risque a little bit like you know yeah just kind of raunchy and risque but i don't think there was any it wasn't we're not talking like hardcore pornography or anything here it was kind of very um almost like burlesque kind of all about the tees kind of thing uh as i as i understand um and but in 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 a client and you know in the, the the world we live in now you it's kind of inappropriate to to fire a a female uh employee for you know for for, for for stuff like that especially when they have a history of you know as we as we mentioned they have a history of kind of uh encouraging um um female athletes female superstars to to capitalize on their on their looks and and stuff like that um so yeah i do think wwe should have been a little could have handled it a little bit better um it does seem a little bit excessive to saka just for for this when maybe some sort of agreement could have been reached. Uh, the issue there is that um, 
uh apollo i did i i read this on social media earlier i apologize for not having a a, a concrete source but um some people were saying that she was making more money from this from from this uh this this you know selling this content this subscription service that she was making more money through that than she was from nxt so you know she kind of you know she maybe maybe they told her to stop and she said she thought you know she did like the math in her head and said well actually no i'm not going to stop because i'm getting paid more from this than you guys are paying me so you guys can fire me kind of you know maybe that's what happened um I, I'll, I'll, bet under- you, I'll bet you that's exactly what happened. Like I was right. just going to say, I think they probably came to her because you have to remember it wasn't that long ago. WWE said, you can't do this. These third party mm-hmm. revenue sites are extreme. Like they're explicitly forbidden. You cannot mm-hmm. do this. And now yeah. all of a sudden they are allowing people to do mm-hmm. this, right? You've got people with video game streams and Twitch channels and only fans accounts, and they're allowing this. So my thought here is that they probably came to her and said, look, you crossed a line that we've told you guys with these 30 third party revenues things that you cannot cross. You got a choice. Now you can either mm-hmm. take it down or you deal with the consequences. And she probably said, I'm not taking it down. Yeah. I'm not getting rid of this. And they said, well, that leaves us no choice. Right. right. So that's probably what happened. Like, yeah. uh, again, we don't know for sure, but you're probably hundred percent right. She probably makes more money on these third-party sites between OnlyFans and this fan time and everything else that she's probably doing, adding combined to her WWE slash NXT salary that she said, I'm not doing, I'm not stopping. And Because you got to remember, she she wrestled that match and took the clean pin and did everything she was supposed to do on her way out and then was fired right after. Yeah. So she clearly knew. <laughs> like yeah. She had to have known that that was coming and this is why yeah. she was losing that match. And she was probably in agreement between the two sides saying, look, this is how it has to go. We don't have much choice. Will they bring her back? I don't know. But like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm guessing there was a mutual conversation there and she probably chose the one over the other. Yeah. And it's, you know, kind of, I mean, look, I'm not, I, I, I mean, I was, um, I think that she's, I'm sure she's like a super, super nice person. Um, and, and, and I'm, I don't want to, I'm not like critiquing, criticizing her as a human being or a person at all. And I absolutely, there's absolutely nothing wrong with monetizing, uh, you know, with with a woman monetizing their their own body and sort of taking control uh, over with stuff like that. Um, but in terms of just pure in ring work and sort of screen presence, Mandy's never really done that much for me. Like you know, um, and I always I thought it was kind of weird that she was moved back to NXT and and made the big star in the female division when there were so many young up and coming rising stars that I feel like were not getting uh were kind of getting shoved aside because because Mandy was taking up a lot of the screen time. Um I don't think she I don't think I think she's reached I think she reached her ceiling in what she can do in the ring a while ago. Um I don't and I but then I also don't think that she had a lot of knowledge to really impart on any on any younger talent. Um, because she's not a rookie. She's been around for ages. She's been on the main roster and then back down to NXT, you know? So um, so I mean what the, the shame is that they kind of wasted a big push and a a lengthy title reign on someone that they've now just kind of chucked chucked aside. Um, but you know, on on the plus side that now some people like Roxanne Perez, Cora Jade and and et cetera can can finally uh, you know still take that limelight 
Yeah, and I would assume the big draw here for Mandy Rose when it comes to WWE would have been bringing her to the main roster with the rest of Toxic Attraction and making them a faction. Right. They could have, you know, wrestled against Damage Control or done other things in the women's division, which they now can't do. They can bring Toxic Attraction to the main roster as a tag team, which right. would be smart because it is super lacking in real legitimate tag teams in the women's division. Right. So they should do that. Um, but I guess you lose Mandy Rose and all of that, but that doesn't, you can still call them toxic attraction. You just Mm -hmm. don't have the NXT former women's champion. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's necessarily fair. I do. If it were me in WWE, I probably would have been like, look, if this is really something that you're taking a stand on, you probably try to suspend the person first and say, look, let's, we have to punish somehow. If this is what you firmly believe is a policy now in WWE, uh, but they probably had that conversation, like we said, and and they, she just chose, she didn't care. She's just like, mm. look, I'm making more money. I don't want to do this. Um, I'll find it another way to whatever. Like, look at the Iconics, for example. Like, you know, I know that, um, you know, Peyton Royce is, is now pregnant and having a baby or has had a baby. Uh, so she's probably taking a break from this, but they've been really successful in monetizing themselves on these third-party sites to the point where they're not even interested in coming back to WWE. Like, there's probably no reason for them to do so. And mm-hmm. so Mandy Rose knows that she can do really well financially on these things. So it wouldn't shock me if she just said, you know what, I'm not leaving and you know, whatever. So it's a bummer that she's gone. Uh, you might be right. It might not be a huge loss for WWE, but it does kind of cast a shadow on their decision to do this, considering their history, asking women to, you know, really play that part of more of a look than a wrestling thing. But in fairness, they've been moving away from that for a while. You know, WWE has really focused. You can argue that it's not the greatest wrestling in the world. Some people will say that still, but uh, they've got a lot better, more talented in-ring workers in their women's division than they've ever had Mm. before. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that's not really where they're going here. Uh, Let's switch gears a little bit. Uh, Well, this sort of transitions into this. Speaking of, you know, things you put on social media, pictures or videos that you share that get you in hot waterness. This one shouldn't have this. There's no reason that this should have gotten Mia Yim any sort of controversial reaction whatsoever. But she posts a picture of herself, what I assume is jumping into Austin Theory's arms for a picture. People lose their minds mm-hmm. because she's married to Keith Lee. Mm-hmm. And somehow this is inappropriate. And mm-hmm. she's responded like, wake up people like this is simply a picture i can be friends with somebody and it doesn't have to be sexual yes i'm married to keith lee yes i love keith lee austin theory is my friend mm-hmm. they get so much she gets so much negative reaction from it she's forced to take her twitter account down yeah how stupid uh, is this yeah very stupid people are people on the internet are very very stupid um and just nerds just like really puritanical dorky conservative nerds like and all the guys all the guys complaining about this are guys that don't have girlfriends or wives and probably will never have girlfriends or wives <laughs> because yeah. just the insecure i mean you know they they protect they doth protest too much in my opinion um you know yeah just very very silly driving a uh a female wrestler off of twitter just because you take issue with the fact that she, you know, took a, a, a fun picture with her buddy. Yeah. I mean, come on guys, what are we doing here? Yeah. And anybody that thinks that Keith Lee does not know those two are friends. Mm. What's wrong with you? Of course he knows. Like he's probably the one person that is not even remotely offended by that photo. Right. And he doesn't 
he he almost definitely doesn't care. Like, what no. is there that's provocative or like if to me, if you look at a picture like that and the immediate thing that you think of is, you know, if oh, you see that having picture, an affair, yeah, like right, yeah, then then and your brain immediately goes to sex, then that says more about you than it does about anybody in the picture. Do you know what I mean? It's just yeah, I mean, come on, chill. Yeah. You have major trust issues if that is a problem for you. And Mm -hmm. it's such a shame too, because, you know, like you, we talk about these third party sites, but these wrestlers, they, they need to be smart when they use Twitter and Facebook and social Mm -hmm. media and stuff. Mm -hmm. But this was not Mia fault. This was not anything where she should have thought wrestlers say and do things on social media all the time. They're like, that was stupid. Why would you Mm -hmm. do that? This was not one of those instances. Like this was not not a situation where she should have had any backlash whatsoever. Right. It's just dumb. And these people have just taken, they've taken a fun, a fun, happy moment and turned it into something miserable because it's all people. It's all people like that know how to do. They just don't have any, anything exciting in their lives. So they have to ruin everybody else's. It's just, you know, sadly the internet is full of people like that. Um, But yeah, that's a different conversation. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Okay. Well, let's move on. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about some rumors and speculation. Vince McMahon. I don't know how legitimate this is. If this is like something he actually said, or people are just saying that he's saying this, but there's a report out there that he has said to sources close to him that he took some bad advice when he walked away from WWE that he left because he, thought man this is really bad the stories coming out about me you're gonna hurt this company blah 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 blah. i need to take off and now he's regretting doing that because he believes the bad advice it would have blown over had he just waited it out and stayed behind the scenes but stayed in wwe so now apparently he'd like to come back and this is all in the face of more allegations against him that Mm -hmm. he is reportedly not planning on paying people to you know stay quiet about or settle these cases or whatever so he's not only not out of trouble, but he's thinking, you know what, maybe I should come back to WWE. Again, don't know for sure that he said this. This is speculation reports that he is thinking this. Oh, I don't even know where to start on this one. Yeah, but- so this was a Wall Street Journal thing. So the Wall Street Journal reported, I mean, in, uh, I'm quoting quoting the uh, Wall Street Journal here. They said the 77-year-old Mr. McMahon has also told people that he intends to make a comeback at WWE, according to people familiar with his comments. He has Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements featuring rust proof, stainless steel hardware, weather ready teak and quick dry foam cushions for Memorial day. Get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Said that he received bad advice from people close to him to step down and that he now believes the allegations and investigations would have blown over had he stayed. Uh, I mean, he's if that is true, that, that he's wrong. Um, those yeah, allegations would not have blown over. They would have gotten worse. Yeah. And the stock um, prices would have plummeted. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I guess, yeah, I don't know. And 
subsequently, our our friend Sean Ross Sapp of uh, Fightful.com, he he met he said that um, sources that he'd spoken to within WWE, some some of them higher ups, uh, indicated that they want nothing to do with uh, McMahon returning, and that they're happy with the direction the company has been going in. Um, yeah, so this is a big you know a, a big deal that if he wants to come back because i feel like in theory if he if he wanted to come if he actually like really wanted to i don't know if anyone could stop him i don't know well i would assume there's a board of directors who mm. while he's got the majority of the shares and stuff still have mm-hmm. a lot of control over that right? right i believe he can be pressured but yeah um yeah yeah and yeah. it would it would just this would be silly it would be very very silly i think the company's you know i i, I don't think that they have um really kicked into to like top gear in terms of the the post mcmahon era like i think there's still kind of some some growing pains and i think they're still kind of finding their feet um and we'll get on, on to more of that in our next episode when we talk about uh the triple h's resignings a little teaser for you there listeners mm-hmm. um but yeah uh mcmahon coming back would be would be crazy and would and would absolutely set the company back creatively and financially in my opinion yeah, I don't know if there's many things that would stop me from watching the product. That might be the one. Yeah. Like, yeah. honestly, like it, I love WWE. I've been on and off for, what am I, 25 years mm-hmm. in watching the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes I go for a while without watching it. And sometimes mm-hmm. I watch it all the time. And now that I work in this industry, I do watch it regularly. Yeah. But the stuff under Vince McMahon, especially in the last year and a half before he left, was in mo- in many ways awful. Like the mm-hmm. the pay per views were half decent, mm-hmm. you know, because he could put those matches together and the match those guys could take care of everything else and they could wrestle and some of that stuff was good. There were some flops, mm-hmm. but the weekly programming Raw and SmackDown was brutal. Yeah, like, it boring, was yeah. really bad. And I mean, there's moments if we even though we get paid to watch it, we still didn't want to watch it. So. <laughs> yeah, and if he were to come back, you know that anything and you're right triple h and stephanie mcmahon and nick Khan and all these people that they're putting things into motion they haven't even hit their stride yet and but they've still gotten a lot of things done in just a matter of months since vince mcmahon has not been there you would immediately wipe all of that out and vince mcmahon would go back to those old formulas that don't work that fans don't love and you'd all be like oh man really again Mm -hmm. there are some things that vince mcmahon to his credit was really good at and did well, but mm. the negatives way outweighed the positives when it came to Vince McMahon. So I think if he were to be coming back and running creative again, I would absolutely, I, I think it wouldn't take long for me to be turned totally turned off to the product again. Mm-hmm. I just think it would be too, whatever. I, I mean, I don't want to go as far as saying that I think anybody would, you know, intentionally sabotage Vince McMahon by leaking more information. Don't get me wrong. I don't think that's what's happening, but mm. you have to wonder if some people are seriously considering saying, we know a lot more about Vince than he, you know, maybe we should let this out there just so mm. that he doesn't come back. Like I would hate for that to happen, but at the same time, if he did these things or whatever, like you just don't want him back. Like it's just not, it's not a good formula for WWE. And I don't know why he thinks that he could come back and it not affect the product, but it absolutely would. Mm, yeah. yeah. Okay. Speaking of uh, the product itself, there was a very strange decision, maybe two, depending on how you look at these things. One, Bobby Lashley on Monday Night Raw was fired by Adam Pierce. And then less than 24 hours later, that firing was rescinded officially on social media by Adam Pierce, who posted a video and saying, Yes, I shouldn't have acted this way. 
And by the way, he dropped an MFR on the show, which was really surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he just took it back. He's like, ah, I, I, w- I was a little out of my whatever, so I shouldn't mm-hmm. have fired him. I didn't fire him. We'll sit down mm-hmm. and we'll talk about it. It'll have consequences, but he's not fired. So that was strange. And then and it, New Day just sort of shows up on NXT programming and wins the NXT tag team titles. Mm, also yeah. a very strange decision. Yeah. So which one do you want to cover first? You want to go last or your well, New Day? Yeah, let's do the New Day thing. So they did kind of, I mean, that did have a, a, a like a one or two week build. Um but yeah, still not. I, I I don't really like when they do stuff like that. I don't really see like, you know, I get maybe wanting to add some prestige to the to the titles there, um, and maybe having you know New Day. Arguably, I don't even know if it's arguably probably the greatest tag team in WWE history, right? I don't know. Um, yeah, it's them or the Usos, probably. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, at least, at least in terms of of achievements and and sort of you know yeah and the, and longevity. the generations fan yeah right yeah um so having them maybe maybe the idea is that if you put the tag titles on them it's going to add some prestige to those titles sorry that title <laughs> I think <laughs> I don't know how you what how you like uh do this grammatically when you write articles but it's weird because the NXT tag team title is actually just one title. Do you know what I mean? But it's always, I always, my like. I always play plural forms. Yeah. My instinct is always to be like, but and it, the, t- the titles, but I guess it's technically just one title. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> um, I guess it's, I guess it's up for debate or it doesn't really matter. Uh, yeah. But I, I quite liked Pretty Deadly's reign. I thought they were, they were doing a really, um, a really good job there. Um, I actually think they're really, I think they've got like a pretty high ceiling, those guys. I think they've really got their characters like down pat i think they know what they're doing i think they're getting better in the ring every week um yeah so i don't really know what that maybe they're chasing it reminds me of when ziggler you remember when ziggler won the nxt title and that mm-hmm. was yeah you know I, i'm surprised i even remember it because it was so it's, so it's quick and over right yeah. yeah um but yeah what do you think i yeah all of this comes back and the same thing i said with ziggler same thing i say with any main roster star showing up in nxt what is it you want NXT to be? Is it going to continue to be your development program where you focus solely on new recruits, development, talent, athletes that you're trying to teach this industry to, and they eventually move up to the main roster and then you keep circling that way? Or are you trying to get ratings, eyeballs on the product, and it's going to be a regular thing where you bring in main roster people? Once you've defined that, then I'll make that decision. But I don't think NXT has actually defined that yet. Like mm. if you bring a new day and they stay there for a while. Okay. Right. But if you're bringing a new day, they win the titles, they show up on the main roster, like Raw Smackdown and they brag about it. And then they go and they lose them three weeks later. Mm. I don't understand that. Yeah. It's just a very quick sort of ratings bump ploy that doesn't really pay off for anybody in the long run. It doesn't necessarily get over anybody in NXT, which you're trying to do. Like if you just want to, bring in, you know, six or seven main roster stars and say, you're now in NXT, kind of like what they did with Apollo Crews. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Like mm-hmm. then bring them on the brand and they're now part of NXT. If mm-hmm. New Day's part of NXT, okay. But if they're not, which I don't think they are, mm-hmm. then why do it, right? Like mm-hmm. it just doesn't really make sense to me. You just have to sort of take your lumps knowing that in NXT, this is a developmental brand that is not going to get huge ratings because there are not name recognizable people there. And it's a learning, it's a school. Right. It's Mm. that's what it is. It's a training ground for people. And you hope that somebody out of some shining light, some next big thing comes out of that program and, you know, you've got it. But 
it's not like it's the worst thing in the world to have these people working with talents of any yeah. caliber. Right. I like the idea of of sending um pros and legends and main roster people to NXT for like oh you know for for one shot you yeah. know programs or matches here and there. But I don't really think any giving them know, titles. Yeah, exactly. Saying here, you're you're now more important than anybody in this division. I don't mm-hmm. doesn't really make sense to me. I'm yeah, and you've been on screen. You've been, you know, you've you've been on on screen for half an hour uh, this year. Do you know what I mean? It's just kind of yeah. silly, but yeah, yeah. And then with the Lashley thing, I don't get this at all. Like, I have to assume something is coming that's going to try to tie all this together. I was saying to you before we we hit record here that the only reason that you do this if you're WWE and you have Adam Pierce come on a social media and say, Oh, I take it back. I shouldn't have fired him was either one. You didn't mean to fire him in the first place, which I find Mm -hmm. highly unbelievable Mm -hmm. or two. You have something you're working on where this all makes sense when you put a rope, a ribbon or a bow around it. But I I don't know what that is. It just, Mm -hmm. why, why fire somebody? And then 24 hours later, especially if the idea, and he did it at the end of Monday Night Raw is to give you a hook or a teaser to join them next week to find out what the hell's going on. Yeah. Then you just threw that all out the window by having Adam Pierce go on Twitter the next day and say, yeah, I take it back. Now there's no reason to go back to raw next week to see what happened with Bobby Lashley. Right. Yeah. Like, what's where's the cliffhanger there? There's nothing right. You took it. All you had there. To, it was an interesting way to end the show. It's like, what's going on now? It's gone. Cause it's, he's not fired and he's mm-hmm. probably just going to be back and pissed off mm-hmm. and we'll see what happens. But like before I was thinking, okay, what are they doing here? Are they building her business again? Is he going to go full heel and pull a Brock Lesnar and come back mm-hmm. and snap on everything? Like, what are they doing? And mm-hmm. so I was intrigued by that. Now I'm not because I know. He's yeah. Not and I, I, yeah. And I think I mentioned to you earlier, I kind of, I'm kind of done with kayfabe firing storylines. I don't think it's been done well for a long time. Um, they never really do anything. I don't know why they keep trying to do them. I'm surprised that they've tried to do it under Triple H, to be honest with you seems kind of beneath him um it's funny because i feel like bobby lashley bobby lashley should be one of the easiest people to book um but they keep dropping the ball with him right they keep getting to points where he himself he gets himself over um just by being him um you know there's been some moments in the last couple years when he's been super super over and the crowd have been really really behind him um, and then they just don't really do anything with it. They just kind of drop the ball. It kind of reminds me a little bit of, uh, it's not too dissimilar to how Wardlow is being booked, honestly, mm-hmm. in, in AEW, if that, do you, know, do you know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, they have a talent there in somebody who the audience really wants to get behind mm-hmm. and would love to see, like, he was, I don't know where it came from and why all of a sudden it happened. I mean, Lash is awesome. He's a physical beast, right? Mm-hmm. But the fans just sort of started getting behind him, like, yep. as a baby face, to just kind mm-hmm. of, like, they just rooted him like I, it was shocking. All of a sudden, it's like one week it was like a pretty big pop, and the next week it was even bigger. And then mm-hmm. after that, it's like man, he's getting one of the biggest pops for baby faces on the roster right now. Yeah. They really should have run with that. I don't know yeah, why definitely. they didn't do it, but they put him against opponents like they hadn't go against Lesnar again. And it's real when you do that and you have this thing that's building momentum just organically, and then all of a sudden you put him against an opponent who has the same sort of organic pop. You you're just immediately like clashing two mm. people with the same agenda that neither one can get that result. Yeah. So why do you do it? And I, right. I don't know why they did that. It was just a surprise to me. So they stole, like you said, they stalled his momentum and now they're like, well, what do we do with them? Yeah. So I just wonder if this is one of those, like, what are we trying to do here? Yeah, I don't know feels, what they're doing with them. It feels like they don't know when to call an order. Well, again, I don't know. 
I say like they don't know when to call an audible, but I guess that's maybe what they've done with sort of um, rec- well, not even retconning, just sort of uh, backtracking on this firing thing. Um, but yeah, you know, someone gets over organically, gets over, not isn't even being shoved down your throat necessarily, but just you know puts in puts in a shift every week and gets the crowd behind him. Um, if you have like a let's say like you know let's say they had a plan for for Lesnar to face Lashley six months out. If, you know, if he gets, if, if Lashley gets over and becomes one of the most over guys in the company three months out, then you got to, you know, you got to call an audible and do something else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll find Mm -hmm. out what they're going to do here Monday. We'll probably get some more news on this. Okay. Let's finish the show on a high note. Uh, Jamie Noble, pretty Mm -hmm. cool dude. Uh, Mm -hmm. Really underrated guy Mm -hmm. in terms of the impact he's had on the wrestling industry. He wrestles his last match ever. We assume uh, in West Virginia on a WWE live event, Uh, pretty cool moment where he's in a six man tag against the bloodline. Sounds like WWE wants to do more of these where they take these one-off matches and bring some people back. And it wasn't that long ago. I think a couple weeks ago when we were talking about survivor series, where I said fit fit Finley might be a fun one to put in that group with uh, the team brutes. But what do you think? One, you know, just a, a thought on Jamie Noble, and then two, the idea that WWE might do this more often. Yeah, Jamie Noble was a legend. Um, you know, always been thoroughly entertaining in WWE. Had some absolutely amazing matches in Ring of Honor. Um, you know, even had a little stint in, uh, maybe a couple of stints in in New Japan. Um, you know, he's just, and you know, the fact that he's been with WWE so long now is I think a testament to his character and his, you know, his work ethic and his influence. I don't think you probably would struggle to find a wrestler on the planet that would say a bad word about him. You probably definitely won't find anyone in the WWE locker room. That's going to say a bad word about him. Um, so yeah, and it's a, a fitting way to, to end a very um, impressive and, and fun career um and quick shout out to to j and j security which was uh yeah, yeah which was a, a thoroughly entertaining uh period <laughs> in yeah. wwe television I mean, they were a huge part of the reason that seth rollins got over as a single definitely right like that yeah they were absolutely and jamie noble is always going to be an underrated guy like i think people don't that don't follow wrestling as close as some of us do don't know how important he is behind the scenes mm-hmm. and how much he works with the talent in the ring. You know, we get the same thing. We, we talked about Finley. We get the same thing about Finley. We get the same thing about, you know, uh, some of the names that work with these wrestlers to make them tell their stories in the ring. Noble's one of those guys. And yeah. he has been doing that for WWE for a very long time. He's never going to get that credit. Um, but this is just a cool moment for him. I think it's smart for WWE. There's really no payoff for them other than maybe, setting this picture that live events are something you don't want to miss because we could do this at any moment, but there's really no revenue, you know, windfall for them. It's just a good thing to do for somebody who wants to have one more match in front of their family and friends and go out on a high note and say, just let me do my thing. It's it's smart. It makes, it doesn't have to turn into a Goldberg situation where they get a run with multiple times. Like it can be one match, just a good way to say goodbye. And I thought that was pretty cool. So right. uh, good on WWE for doing that. And he wasn't in just, if you do only know Jamie Noble from WWE, which would make sense because he was in WWE for the vast majority of his career. Uh, his ring of honor stint wasn't very long, um, but you should go and, and watch some of those matches. He's, you know, he was ring of honor champion and he, he put over Brian Danielson and we kind of, in a, in a way, in a sense we have, you know, Jamie Noble 
James Gibson to thank for uh, catapulting the the American Dragon to superstardom. So there you go. Mm-hmm. All right, Norman, that was fun. Thanks. For our next show, like he said, we're going to be talking about Triple H and some of his hires and what he's thinking about a lot of these people. So stay tuned for that. For everybody else, it's been another edition of the Sports Show. Don't forget, download, subscribe, give us a five-star rating at Apple Podcasts, and we'll talk to you on the next one. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.